Hey everybody, this is Norm Ferrar, AKA The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about what you need to consider, what do you have to think about when getting uh, 3PL? You know, are all 3PLs created equal? What does it take for a 3PL to be AFA-Lobby approved? What red flags should you stay away from? So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. All right. So like I said, today we're going to be talking about what you need to think about when considering a 3PL. Our guest is co-founder, my partner uh, on uh, Honu Worldwide. You can find him on Facebook with his bi-weekly Honu Live, giving free advice to sellers about sourcing suppliers in 3PLs. And for over 20 years, he's been learning and developing the best logical strategies, relationships, and tactics to streamline and improve profitability for his clients. Our guest, my buddy, my partner, returning guest, Afalabi Orokan. But before we get to Afalabi, let's go to a word from our sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro the only complete A to Z done for you, real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends, Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. Where is the boy wonder? Hello, I'm here. <laughs> Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm feeling better. A couple more days back from the uh, vacation. So getting Fantastic. back into business mode. Okay, fun, fun, fun. awesome to hear. And then you're off again, all the way to Australia. So I, that's probably where you are now. If uh, if you're watching this at home, Beard Nation, uh, this is obviously a pre-recorded episode, if you can see in the top corner up there. Um, so this isn't our live, usual live episodes, although it's streaming live. Um, so please feel free to put your comments, your questions over in the comment sections. We're going to uh, post them in the Facebook group, get uh, either off a lobby to answer them or uh, people from the group to get their opinions on it. So please feel free post away in the comment sections. I'm still here um, behind the scenes live uh, while this is playing. Uh, so why don't we start off by smashing those like buttons, giving us a thumbs up. Um, YouTubers, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel below. Hit that uh, big thumbs up and ring that bell. That would really, we'd really appreciate it. Also, if you want to do something extra special for the Beard Nation, if you can give us a review and rate us on 
Apple Podcast, that would be fantastic. Um, since we are a podcast, we're always trying to rank up on there too. So um, don't forget to join the Lunch with Norm Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective Facebook group. Uh, we've got giveaways, goodies, all happening in there. And uh, that's where you can get all the announcements when things go live, um, when there's new and exciting things happening. It all gets posted there first. Uh, and you get to hang out with a good bearded group of uh, entrepreneurs as well. But uh, I think that's about it. You know, Kels, I just thought of yes. something. I, I responded to one of the posts in our group the other day after mm -hmm. I, I kicked uh, somebody out. So like in our group, we want it real and we want people engaging, but we want beardos, not weirdos. And so, <laughs> so anyways, uh, there was a guy that kept posting and you, you got to apologize when this happens, but he just kept posting and kept posting this. Um, all he was trying to do was solicit business. And uh, once again, we're not there to solicit business. We're not there, you know, uh, to to for other people to solicit business. Uh, if you can help out, that's a whole different ball game. If somebody's asking specifically, but we're not, you, you know, every comment that you make is not about a specific. Hey, I uh, I have VA services. Uh, hit me up here. Hit me up here, you know, on every comment. So I just want to let everybody you know, weirdos, not weirdos. And uh, you know, that's a great T-shirt. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Hashtag beardos, not weirdos. Uh, but anyways, happens very seldomly, but we get on it. And also what's really cool about this is that there's other people in other groups that if they're having like somebody do that to their group as well, they'll post, like they'll send me a private message saying, Hey, do you have this guy in your group? Get rid of him." And you know, that's, this is the type of community that we have. So if people are looking to help themselves, we help them. You know, we share to give or, you know, give to share or whatever it is, whatever that comment is, uh, that, that is. But anyways, we want to help people. Um, we're not, you know, people that are in there for under false pretenses is a whole different story. So that's all I have to say. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Just joking. Just joking. All right. So comments over in the uh, over in the comments section, if you have comments or questions, uh, I think it's time that Kelsey, you get out of here, get out of here and sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Welcome, sir. Hey, how are you, sir? You're in a whole different room than what we were just talking yeah, I'd like to switch things around, move my monitor, move the camera, do, you know, I get I bored gonna, easily. I thought you were going to say move your money. Oh, I get bored easily. Just move my <laughs> computer and stuff. <laughs> You're always thinking about money, Mr. Beard guy. <laughs> well, how are, you, how are you, sir? Very good, very good. See, I have like a kind of a short this time because it's hot summer so i keep it a little short you know i don't know how you cope with yours but uh oh i, I cut it feel... yeah i trimmed how? it because it was it was hot no okay <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to talk about and i think this is going to be a really great subject so this isn't anything that's just for amazon but if you're dealing let's say 
you have a 3PL for Walmart or any other platform, we could also use this. But we're going to try to um, target more about the Amazon seller uh, using 3PLs today. And I think this is something that we don't spend enough attention on. A lot of people waste a lot of money just shipping everything to Amazon and uh, causing some problems. So why don't we start True. there? Let's talk. Let's first of all, let's start talking about 3PLs. Like, mm -hmm. Are all 3PLs, and if you don't know what I mean by a 3PL, it's a uh, logistics or a fulfillment center. It's not just somewhere where you store it or anything. This is something where you get the pick, pack, ship service like you would over in um, in Amazon. Is there a better way to describe it, uh, Afalabi? Well, it just stands for third-party logistics uh, center. And uh, to answer your questions, uh, not all 3PLs are built the same. They're not alike. So I'm going to touch on the three types, the three major types that I've uh, come across uh, so that an Amazon seller will be informed and know exactly what question to ask or what to look for. Uh, the first one is just the storage warehouse. Uh, some people say, oh, do you guys do warehousing? I'm like, uh, yes, but uh, warehouse is just a tiny part of a 3PL. It's not just all about warehouse and storage. Um, so that's the first one, the storage warehouse, whereby they just receive your good and they just store it for you. Most of these warehouses may not have a loading dock, which is a, a big minus because when you're shipping your goods to them, it's going to take them forever to be able to unload your goods. So uh, watch out for that. You know, ask them if they have a loading dock. The second one is an order fulfillment warehouse. So the, all they do is they want to receive your goods. They'll put it into little bins and then they would fulfill your orders like FBM orders or Shopify orders or Walmart orders, whatever order you like to fulfill, it might be Kickstarter orders as well. The, uh, an order fulfillment warehouse, that's what their niche is. They just wanna pick and pack and fulfill orders. And the third one is the hybrid. That means they can do warehousing and they can do order fulfillment. So if your game plan is to be able to have that flexibility, to be able to do, uh, to have storage, you know, kidding, bundling, and also do other fulfillment, you might want to look into a hybrid 3PL. Okay. All right. So there's three types. Let's go through it again. Bullet point. First one, warehousing. Storage one, warehousing. Okay. Storage warehousing. Second one, order fulfillment. Order. Third one. Mm -hmm. Let's do this hybrid. again. You start, and I'll keep my mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> Let's test and see if you remember it. Number one. What's storage and warehouse good number two order and fulfillment oh wow number three i wasn't listening <laughs> i know you know it <laughs> i don't i wasn't listening the third one is hybrid uh uh, 3PL, which is they can do both the storage and they can do order fulfillment. <laughs> Very good. Now I'm listening. Hybrid number three, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a hybrid car, like a Prius, like Toyota Prius or something. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny, but most people don't know this. But this is how we are all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Like when you're when you're running your operation, um, mm -hmm. 
it is different because everybody and and what would you think would be the most uh, would it be the hybrid model most people want something done a little bit different yes for for amazon sellers especially if you're smaller or you're just growing uh, I would say you'd stick to the hybrid version because a storage warehouse may be a distribution center and they only deal with large clients and the order fulfillment warehouse, they only want large order fulfillment. They want, to, they want you to be doing 300 to, 300 to 5,000 orders a day. So they're not really perfect for you. They do not like sending stuff to Amazon. They don't, they don't like receiving pallets. They don't like receiving containers. They just want you to send stuff to them in boxes because that's their niche. They don't want to mess with any uh, equipment, loading stuff. They don't like to do forklifting. They don't like nothing. So, uh, but hybrid is better for Amazon sellers because you might want to, tomorrow you might want to do Walmart. You might want to do your FBM orders and you might want to start small. So that's the part that would make hybrid be more compatible for you as you know, an Amazon seller. And one of the things that we talk about, and we, we talked about it uh, like regularly about people who maybe did not forecast properly. We talked about it mm -hmm. on the last pro, uh, uh, podcast that I had uh, just last week or on Monday about planning your inventory strategy mm -hmm. and forecasting. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to fly things in. Sometimes yes. you got to flip from FBA to FBM. There's lots Correct. of reasons why you need to, you know, have a good, high quality 3PL. Now, we talked about this just briefly uh, when I when I made the introduction, but the Athalabi test, the Athalabi mm -hmm. approval test. What yes. what do you need to get your mark of approval on um, uh, a 3PL? Oh, a lot. <laughs> I have almost I have almost a twenty point list uh, that you should watch out for. Uh, if, if you're an Amazon seller, th these are really a must for you. Uh, I would say the first one is to know exactly what kind of services you need. If you're just needing a storage, a temporary storage for your goods, then you know what kind of 3PL you should go for. Uh, but if you need way more, you're going to have to put labels on your product. You might have to do some little order fulfillment on the side. You might have to do some bundlings and kitting. You might have to, you know, do some repair of your product. There's so many things you might want to do. Then you go for hybrid because other kind of warehouses will not fit into your need. And the second thing I, on my, you know, on my list is the owner of the warehouse or the operator of the warehouse or 3PL should have some sizable Amazon experience uh, because I found out a lot that most Amazon sellers don't even know how to create shipments in the seller center. They create shipments, they send us the wrong labels. How I, as a 3PL owner, how in the world would I know if I don't have Amazon experience? How would I know that your labels were wrong? I'll just slap it in. If you're, if you're dealing with a storage warehouse, they, they don't care. They just slap it in and just send it in. And then Amazon flags you, you're in trouble. <laughs> and then most of the VAs that you know Amazon sellers get, you know, even the VAs, they lie through the interview process. So <laughs> they don't know much about, you know, creating uh, 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 shipments on Seller Central. We deal with this all day long, you know. So, so Afalabi, <laughs> uh -huh. what kind of mistakes can be made 
when you're shipping in uh, product to Amazon, like just the shipping labels. Uh, why can't somebody just click the label and it's done? Send it over to you. Oh dear, there's a lot of mistakes, and it, it's very costly. That's the bad. That's the bad part of it. It's very costly. If you if you're sending seven boxes, or you're, let's say you're sending seventy boxes, and in, while you were create while you were creating your uh, shipment, you put in seventy pieces in a box instead of saying there is one piece in a box and you're sending seventy boxes. Trouble because by the time you output that shipping, it's going to give you one label. How am I going to put one label on seventy boxes? And Amazon receives it. They're going to, and when Amazon receives your goods, if I let's say I don't have any Amazon experience, and I I slap on your label, I make seventy copies, I slap it on all your product, oh. and I ship it to Amazon like that. And Amazon, somebody gets an order, you have an order, Amazon will ship the whole seventy to that same customer instead of one because your label says. You know, there's 70 in one box, you know, and the person, you sell it in a batch of 70. So when an order comes in, they'll think it's a, a 70 piece order and they just ship the, or, your old inventory out <laughs> to a customer. <laughs> yeah. I've also seen like for, for soap, for example, uh, you know, there'll be mixed boxes and I don't like, I try to keep, if it's going to be Dead Sea Mud separate from lavender, but I've, mm -hmm. I've seen where people have mixed it up and they yes. send it over and it's just the wrong soap or the wrong amount. And it mm -hmm. just causes a bunch of grief when that happens, oh. when it's being received. Yeah, because Amazon is going to commingle your products and then they're going to ask, ask you to, you're going to, you know, they'll charge you to sort it out and they're going to ask you to grab it, ship it back to yourself, fix your problem and send it back to them. You know, those are, you know, you're losing sales, you're losing ranking, you're losing everything while you're trying to fix that problem. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. and by the way, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, even though we're not live as a pre-record, we are having a hashtag Wheel of Kelsey today. And a little bit later on, we will have the magic hashtag word. Kelsey, I'll prepare it. And we were going to have a regular Wheel of Kelsey, uh, just like normal. So stay tuned. We'll announce what we're giving away, uh, but it will be a little bit later on in the podcast. All right, Afalabi. So now what's the next one? The next one is your 3PL should be able to do multiple channel. Uh, if you want to sell on Walmart, on you're selling on Shopify, you're selling on eBay. If you plan to do, even if we're not selling yet, but you plan to diversify and just have multiple channels, your 3PL should be able to plug into all these channels and pull your orders and fulfill your orders on a daily basis. Hi, uh, uh, um, order fulfillment warehouse can do that, but storage warehouse cannot do that. So that's why you need the hybrid because the hybrid will take care of your Amazon needs and will also take care of your multi-channel needs. So that's the third one on my list. You want me to keep going? Yeah. I'm waiting all for right. all 20. All right. uh, oh, <laughs> let's, keep going. let's move it. Let's move it. <laughs> now, hold it. But, but before we go, you're, you're going to provide a list for everybody uh, on the podcast, right? Yes, yes. We'll, let, we'll make I'll the back list into available. a corner. I'll push, it, I'll push it on to Kelsey. So, Kelsey, we're going to give everybody my list. 
so that they can have it in front of in front of them while they're interviewing all their three PLs, so they can know which ones are perfect for them. Okay. <laughs> maybe the maybe some is, people are going to be interviewing you. Keep that in mind. You know, somebody did that before. And after our meeting, it's like, Afalabi, you just checked every single box that you always talked about. I'm like, yeah, are you having my note in front of you? It's like, yeah, I actually have your note in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, darling, so she's from Australia and she's quizzing me on all my words and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's so nice. That's cool. Yeah, I'm ready. You know, um, the next one is your dashboard or technology. Your three PL should be able to use technology. Uh, you know, they should have like a, 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 a warehouse management system that you can view all your inventory live. If you want to know how much pieces you have for each SKU, you should be able to just log in. You don't have to download any report all the time. You should just log in and see where all these, you know, products are. So a good 3PL will spend good money on, on uh, uh, technology and, and uh, dashboard. It's very expensive, honestly. Uh, so very few 3PLs can afford to have all those software because they're crazy, crazy expensive. Um, the next one is how fast do they ship out your product? If you say you want to ship out 500 units of your product to Amazon tomorrow, can they actually get it done? Before, I used to, someone asked me about, you know, sometime a year ago or something, it's like, so how many days or how many weeks does it take you to ship out my goods to Amazon? I was like, what do you mean how many weeks? We ship it out within 24 hours. It's like, it's impossible. Like, what do you mean it's impossible? It's like, oh, my 3PL, you know, they take two weeks. It says I have to take my container to them, drop it off, and come back two weeks' time to pick it up. And they, that's when they'll have time to bring it in. I'm like, if there's, if that's your 3PL, run. <laughs> run fast. <laughs> because your, your product will be, for them to take your container and drop it off and then come back to get it, they're going to charge you twice. Your trucker is going to charge you twice. They're going to, they're going to charge you two and fro and they're, go, they're going to charge you every single day that container is sitting on your 3pl's yard right and now if you want to send your products out you're already losing sales on amazon you're losing ranking on amazon your container is sitting at the yard nobody can offload it because they're short staff or they don't have the necessary workflow to be able to bring your container and offload your offload your products and quickly ship it out so usually 48 hours is fine 28 to 48 hours, even 72 hours is okay. If your 3PL can ship out all your goods, whatever goods you want them to ship out to Amazon for you, within 72 hours, they should be able to do it. So that's a, that's a big one to, to take note. Uh, also shipment creation. Uh, many, like I said, many Amazon sellers or their VAs, they don't even know how to create shipments. And that's okay if you don't know how to create shipments. That's the, mo that's the re more reason you need a 3PL that can help you out. Uh, you know, many times I find myself just doing a Zoom call and just, uh, you know, I tell the customer to share their screen and I'll guide them through the process of creating their shipment. We find the best way to ship, to create, maybe it's by SPD or by Palette 
Or if I see that the pilot is costing too much, I can say, hey, why don't you go get an Amazon Freight account? You know, they're like, what is that? Well, Amazon Freight account is, you can find it in freight.amazon.com. Uh, anytime you're shipping more than 10 pallets, I would rather let you, I'll, I'll advise you to go on a freight uh, a plan. What that means is that Amazon will send a full truck, empty truck to your 3PL to grab all your pallets. Whether you're shipping 26 pallets or you're shipping just 10 pallets, it's the same price, like 500, between 500 and $750. So can you imagine you're shipping 26 pallets and Amazon only charges you $750? That's a, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. So your 3PL operator should be able to help you or have people on staff to help you in shipment creation. Just in case you made some mistakes when you're creating your shipment, they'll be able to guide you. They'll be able to fix it for you before they ship it out. Uh, the next thing would be spotting errors, like error spotting. So when you send, everybody's prone to mistakes. Nobody's perfect. When you send your, uh, uh, your labels to your 3PL, they should be able to know that you've made a mistake. They should look at your label and like, something is wrong with this label. They should be able to read it and say, okay, there's 50 in the box. This label says 42 or this label says 75. Something is wrong. And then they should be able to call you or send you a quick email and say, hey, wait a minute. We think there's some discrepancy in your labels. Uh, if we send it, you might have a problem with Amazon. Could you, you know, fix this and get back to us? Another thing is that is tied to error spotting is more of uh, repackaging. So when you send your goods to a 3PL, they should be able to look at the conditions your goods arrive. Is do you have a torn box? Do you have boxes with holes in them? Do you have a wet box? Do you have a stinking box? Are you do you have a box that has mold in it? They should be able to pick that up because by the time your goods get to your customer and they see mold in it, you're in trouble. It's a big trouble. Number one, you're endangering the health of your customers, and two your product is going to get really, really bad reviews very fast. So your 3PL should be able to know that something stinks in these products. I can smell something. It should be able to help you open it, take a photo. And that's how Email you a right? report. Oh. It, 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 yep. <laughs> several, several times. We have, we have mold issues. Like maybe one. We're not going to say anything water. about it, but but uh, <laughs> no, yep, we won't we, say we, anything. We, we won't have say it what a product is. <laughs> <laughs> so we have people because in the container you're sending containers. These containers are already they have holes in them. So when they're coming from China or India or Indonesia, whatever it's coming from, water getting to them and they get mold. By the time they get to your three PL, they're already moldy or they're very wet. And if your 3PL doesn't care, they just say, who cares? Just stash it that there, just put it on the rack. You know, who cares about what? So anyway, you have to know that your 3PL can handle such a situation. Can, can the 3PL also help? Like you were just talking about that uh, container. So a lot of times a freight forwarder is the culprit or could be the culprit uh, because you're using really cheap, crappy freight forwarders. Um, mm -hmm. Is that something that uh, the logistics company would help out or, or yes. spot just to let people know? And then the second question is, 
can you use the 3PL? Like you were talking about, is it almost uh, an inspection, a secondary inspection agency when the products come in? Yes. So you can have the 3PL actually do the inspection for you. Uh, they, they, they might not need to bring anybody to come into your into their facility. They can yeah. actually, they, they should be able to do inspection for you. But, on but that wouldn't be your primary. Like that's, well, I like I would definitely 100% all the time do inspection in China. Before it leaves. Safe, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. then once it comes in and it's received, as it's being received, if the problem, like um, you were talking about mold, you know, mm -hmm. that is something that happened a little while ago in, in one of the mm -hmm. containers. Uh, mm -hmm. It was caught and we were able yep. to, you know, stop it from going out. But yep. um, anyways, uh, I just wanted to to check with you what your thoughts were on that. Yes. It, you know, like you said, they should make sure they do inspection before they leave. But there's some things. Inspection may not be able to catch mold, especially if the mold is through the container. So they come, it, it arrives at the, at the 3PL. The 3PL should be able to spot that really fast and we said you said on the show one of the, i was listening to one of your shows oh you, you were about yeah i do i think you were having a show with noviland uh the guy from noviland yep. and you guys yeah you guys were talking about don't always go for the cheapest freight forwarder and when i heard that i'm like ah oh, finally someone said that so people are shopping for rates and they're looking for what's, who is the lowest cost. They don't realize that the lowest cost might be the crappiest one. <laughs> you know? your, your goods arrive, they already dip their hands into it. I see, I've seen it before. They already stole part of the product. They will cut a hole into it, dip their yeah. hands into it, grab some few products in it. One, two, the pallets arrive, they're like leaning like a, what's the what's the tower in italy is it a leaning tower leaning tower yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Your, the pallets the boxes arrive and they're leaning like this and uh you have holes all over the pallets are all broken you have to pick i mean you try to pick them up they just fall on the ground on the ground yeah. and everything breaks into pieces so <laughs> you pay for what you get don't always look for the cheapest freight forwarder or cheapest shipping price look for the most effective efficient shipping company or freight forwarder that would stand by everything they say they're going to do if something goes wrong they will be able to stand by it and help you do it okay uh it's a major thing uh, we deal with it every time uh I, I at the warehouse one day one of my guys at the warehouse i just saw his face he was like so mad i'm like what's going on he's like did you see that the pallet that just came in? I'm like, what's wrong with the pallets? Like, go take a look. And I saw it. It was the most battered pallet I've ever seen. It was in pieces by the time it arrived. I'm like, I pity the person that owns these things, you know. But your 3PL should be able to help you gather it up, repackage it, get you a brand new box, put all the pieces that fell off or any box that is crushed. They should be able to help you repackage everything into a very good new box, label this, take a photo, send it to you, and you should be good to go. Very important. The next yeah. one on my list is communication. Uh, you send an email to your 3PL and 48 hours, they've not replied. You know, even 24 hours, they should be able to reply you. 
Uh, so communication is very important because when you lose, when you don't send your goods to Amazon on time, you're losing sales, you're losing ranking. You need a three tier that can react to you fast. And you can tell by when you're actually, before you actually do uh, uh, interview the three PL, see how, see how long it takes them to reply your emails, see how long it takes them <laughs> to respond to you. That's gonna be uh, a quick uh, uh, assessment of what you're about to get into. <laughs> okay. Um, well, just so we before we go to the next one, uh, mm -hmm. why don't we, it's, it, it, we're getting into the podcast. It's getting a little late. I just want to make sure that, um, first of all, if you want to enter the wheel of Kelsey, we are having it today. Hashtag wheel of Kelsey. Kelsey, what is the mystery word today? So I've been thinking about this all podcast and I was running through what should today's mystery keyword be. And I've you come up with it. Life. It's uh, it's hashtag three PL. So the mystery keyword, hashtag 3PL, put in the comment sections as along with hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. That's how we know you've been listening to, to today's episode. Um, and we'll, you'll be entered in today's uh, giveaway. That was Perfect. so easy. And I, I thought he was going to say hashtag Kelsey's Midu name or something. That, that's <laughs> or your like name. Hard one. Yeah, hashtag Afalabi's last name. My last name, yeah. There we go. No, no, we'll st we'll stare with us. Nobody will enter. <laughs> so, if you if you want to enter, okay, just hashtag Willa Kelsey and hashtag three um, PL. If you want a second entry, then tag two people, and we'll get you a second entry going. Now, I haven't talked to Alpha Lobby about this. We usually do um, the, the Tiff Buddy. Or we do a free pallet, or uh, we do a free months um, strategy or inventory management. Inventory management. So, mm -hmm. so uh, the the inventory management. How expensive is that? What type? What What do you normally charge for that? It starts from three ninety nine, and it's to help you manage your Amazon inventory across multiple channel. Uh, using store stock, we partner with store stock to be able to yeah. help Amazon sellers uh, manage their inventory because that's one of the most important part of it. People just run out of stock like crazy. Uh, to be able to stop that, we just took it upon ourselves to offer that service to Amazon sellers now. Okay, so I can yeah. tell you, uh, I know what afalabi has been doing uh, with this and and with Chelsea over at uh, so stock. And the people he's been helping out with this love it. So it's it's a three hundred four hundred dollar uh, a month service, um, well worth it. But you get it for free if that's one of the things. In fact, Afalabi, mm -hmm. are you okay with this? I never talked to you about this beforehand. We've never Bring done. It on. This. Are we okay to do the trifecta? The person who wins. Ooh can do one or all, depending on if they need it. Why not? Yeah. I'm putting you in Let's corner. do that. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do that. Bring it on. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about a seven $800 giveaway today. So That's if good. you're interested, not only do you get that management, uh, the inventory management for a month, uh, the pallet uh, free storage for a month, or, or and the uh, tariff buddy and a tariff buddy by itself 
could save you thousands and thousands and thousands of oh, dollars. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's what it is. Hashtag and uh, hashtag 3PL. And now, a word from our sponsor. A big Anytime thank you else. to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. All That's right. So cool. <laughs> do you know we've do you know we already covered 13 points? Wow. Yeah. You got a lot more talking to already. Do. Okay. Yeah, we have like, you know, we have like five or six to go. So you know we're almost done but uh, we'll give them all this list after the okay. next one is rates versus efficiency when you're talking to your 3pl people come and say well how much do you charge to do this and do that well i think we should put efficiency forward uh way above rates uh because if a 3PL doesn't have a good efficiency, you're pretty much done because mm -hmm. they are going to mess up your business. All the 10 cents or 15 cents you think you're going to save will be out the window real fast. You'll be, you'll be losing thousands of dollars uh, if your 3PL is not efficient. So what's a good rate for a 3PL? 3PL, you know, they do many services, so it's so hard to tell. You know, there's storage rate, which ranges from like, 65 cents to 75 cents a cubic feet uh some people say well i don't like to pay cubic feet i want a paper pallet well three, what the 3pl doesn't tell you is you, you think you're saving when you're doing it for pallet but you're pretty much just you know i think you're just flushing money down the toilet if you do for pallet because three four boxes may be sitting on that pallet and they charge you <laughs> per pallet rate whereas if you do for cubic feet you're actually paying for the exact story. I see some people, they paid probably $20 a month because we charge them per cubic feet. I'm like, look, you only have four boxes with us and that's how much it costs you to, to store them. So not a problem. Uh, so always put efficiency above rates. By the time you ask them all these other questions, you'll be able to tell how efficient they are when how do they ship out your goods how many hours before they ship out the goods how many hours before they unload a container how many days before they log it into the system when you send them a message do they reply really well do they reply really fast those are the things that guarantee efficiency i think the rate is very very most of the three peers are very close in rates but they are very far apart in efficiency the difference is day and night um so we go to the next one, which is liability insurance. Uh, most storage warehouses don't have insurance. That means if you're storing $100,000 worth of good in that 3PL and they don't have insurance, you are in big trouble. 
Because if there is fire or flood or whatever, God forbid, and your goods get burned or good gets damaged, they're not going to refund you anything. So the money is lost. Yes, if, sir. If you're talking to a 3PL, should you be asking to see their certificate? Yes. 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 Okay. And Verifi verifiable certificate. Okay. And then what do they should what should sellers be looking for? How much coverage? If it's a small 3PL, a million is ideal. But if it's a fairly large 3PL, you're you're looking at five million okay. coverage. Yeah. Okay. And is there different types of insurance that you should be looking at outside of liability? Uh, I think it's called an umbrella insurance. And, right. uh, and it covers everything inside the warehouse in case of all the incidences that may happen. So right. you will see it in the declaration of insurance. They will list all the things they cover. Some of them even have cyber, cyber attack. You know, yeah. let's say somebody hacked into their into their uh, warehouse management system and they steal the SKU information or SKU data. Some of them even have uh, uh, that kind of insurance uh, inside their liability insurance. Okay, and we're, what we're talking about is this is outside of what your Amazon uh, insurance oh, or yeah. what Amazon is requesting. It, this is not part of it. So if you're a seller. You do that separately, but you definitely want to make sure that your uh, 3PL does have insurance coverage. Cor correct. Correct. Uh, the next one is location to an Amazon warehouse. How prox how what's their proximity to the closest Amazon warehouses? So the, the best way you can know that is just ask your 3PL to give you the address and put the address into the seller central and create a dummy shipment and see where Amazon is going to let you, it's going to tell you to send the goods to. If your 3PL is in New York or is in Pennsylvania and Amazon is telling you to ship it to California, <laughs> you're going to spend a lot of money on shipping. So please, please test it out for us. Do a dummy shipment with your 3PL warehouse address. And if the places they ask you to ship to is very close by, let's say two hour drive or you know an hour drive or whatever, that's so good. That that's that gives you a big edge over other three PL. So please check to make sure that your three PL is close to major Amazon warehouses. Okay. Another one uh, we're almost done is returns processing. Can your three PL handle returns? Uh, some I, I got a return. I saw some returns coming into our warehouse, and they are in perfect condition. They were like almost never opened i'm like and amazon is putting an lpn label on it anytime amazon puts an lpl label lpn label on your product that means you cannot resell it they don't want you to resell it so they return it to your designated 3pl or designated address uh, but these products are in good condition so if your 3pl is willing to accept returns send your returns to them they will take your product, examine it, make sure it's in good working condition, repackage it, and send it back to Amazon. Now, the trick there is if Amazon's customers, uh, they open the product and they closed it, and Amazon thinks it's unsellable 
Amazon is going to pay you the full price of that product and still return it to your 3PL. And you can repackage the same product if it is in the same good condition, unused condition, and send it back to Amazon. So you're making twice, you're making money twice on the same product. But your 3PL should be able to accept returns so that it can help you out with stuff like that. What about lost product? You send product over and Amazon can't find it. Is it your responsibility or is it the seller? Oh, that's a good one. So for lost product, uh, all your 3PLs should be able to keep a record of every receipt, every pickup receipt that Amazon picks up from their location. So uh, the bill of lading, uh, uh, there's always a stamp that the trucker will put on your bill of lading after they pick it up from your facility. Your 3PL should be able to scan that and attach it into your dashboard so that in case the trucker loses your product, you can pull out the record and say, look, this is the proof that this product was picked up from my 3PL. Guess what? Amazon does not argue with that. They will pay you full price for your product if you can show them that receipt. Very, very good question. So that's a very good one. In case your trucker loses your goods, make sure you use a 3PL that keeps record of every pickup receipt that gets picked up from their facility, upload it to your dashboard. You can keep it for future reference and you will have a, uh, a good night's sleep every time if something goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last one on my list is Profits Finder. Uh, does your 3PL help you to find profit in your entire supply chain? Profit Finder. Um, how does it work? If I see, uh, uh, if I see a customer send us a label, and the box is shipping a box that weighs 40 pounds is shipping it by ups and is shipping 50 of those how in the world would you choose ups to ship 50 boxes and each one is weighing 40 pounds you're going to pay a fortune so we see all these things and we're like something reach back to the customer and tell them to wait to hold on a little bit you should not be paying this much on your shipment why don't you ship it by pallet because if you ship it by pallet it's probably 150 dollars but if you ship it by ups it's probably 800 dollars. so your 3pl should be able to help you pick up on those kind of stuff and say look you're wasting money you shouldn't be shipping these by ups you should do it this way or you should do it that way. Uh, another way we save, uh, your 3PL can save you money is to look at your entire supply chain. Why are you sending your goods to California when most of your customers are on the East Coast? Why are you using a 3PL in California? Or why are you using a 3PL on the East Coast when most of your customers are in the middle belt or they are in the, uh, 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 in the West, right? 
So your 3PL, you, it's, it will be very nice if you can have a really good sit down with the 3PL operator to help you plan better how you can do this. Uh, I was talking to uh, a new customer recently and uh, we saw how he was shipping his goods. So he will ship his goods to California and then he will truck the goods to Tennessee from California and that's where his 3PL is. I'm like, why are you doing that? You're, you're, they, they're charging him probably 12 to $13 twelve to thirteen thousand dollars to truck it from california to tennessee i'm like look you should have shipped it to new york and then find a 3pl in that area you're going to pick up on easily fifteen thousand dollars in savings by doing that so your 3pl should be able to help you sit down look at all the points your goods are stopping at and help you plan accordingly and then you'll be able to save money from day one the goal of your 3PL is to save you money, not to empty your pocket. And with that, we're officially done. There we go. All <laughs> 20 done. <laughs> and, and like you said, you're going to be providing the list for the group. Uh, we'll be posting yeah. it in the Lunch with Norm Facebook group. So Afalabi, thank you for, uh, for uh, doing that for us. That's fantastic. You're welcome, sir. Thanks for having me here. It's always a pleasure. It's always fun to be here. Well, it's great having you. So once again, thank you. And uh, I don't know when this is going to air, but it'll probably be when I'm in Australia. So we'll be talking to you soon. Afalabi, Enjoy your you're trip. awesome. I will try. <laughs> I know I will. Enjoy your <laughs> trip. Enjoy the flight. 20-something oh, flight. Don't even say, say hi. That. Say hi. Say hi. Oh, Say hi to all our all our people down under in Australia. If you see them, tell them we love them. All right, I definitely will. All right, my friend, we will talk to you soon. See you all later, right, Afalabi. All right. So yeah, once again, that was fantastic. Um, the the list, those twenty items, uh, definitely will help you out. Uh, just have it in front of you. Go through the list, and uh, you know not. Every 3PL is going to answer every question, but maybe they'll answer 17 out of them. Anyways, it's just a checklist. So once again, I thank Afalabi for putting it together. Uh, Kelsey, where are you? Hello, hello. All right. So I know people are excited about this giveaway, so we're going to jump into it with a fancy edit, and I'm going to do it live right now. And with that being done, hello, everyone. It's me, Kelsey. I'm here live. Uh, let me just move over my screen so I can see your beautiful people. Uh, it's good to see everyone. Um, we do have a live episode happening with Norm Wednesday. So Norm is just coming back from Australia today. Um, so he will be here uh, with another live episode starting on Wednesday. So we're back to normal, back to schedule, and you'll be able to ask your questions and get your answers too. So. Um, yeah, he's going to be sharing the full list uh, and we'll be posting it in the Facebook group. So watch out for that. Um, there's still time if you if there's any late entries for the hashtag Wheel of Kelsey today. And I also want to share with you guys, I don't know if, if any of you saw um, this, but Kevin King is giving away 
a free ticket to Billion Dollar Seller Summit. So if you're able to go to Austin, Texas um, and buy your plane ticket and hotel um, from the August 14th to 18th, you'll get a free ticket to the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. That's $6,500, I believe the ticket is going for. Um, you can either go to the description here. Um, if you've been watching through the whole episode, you might just need to refresh it. Um, to find the link, but it's right at the top in the description. So whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn, you'll be able to find this link. So it's just a Google form, fill it out and you'll be able to enter. Um, and yeah, um, I think it's a great giveaway. I don't think this has ever happened. Um, so um, yeah, check it out. Check out the Billion Dollar Solo segment and who knows, maybe you'll be uh, the winner and end up in Austin, Texas in two weeks from now. Uh, and hello, Christine. Hello, everyone. Uh, I see SEO video show. Uh, I believe that's Paul. Norm's going to be on that podcast soon. Uh, good to see you. Uh, hey, Abdul, Stephen. Uh, we've got Jeff, Rich, Toyota, Chuck, Anna. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's just go over to a uh, sponsor quickly. Of course, I think it's fitting for Honu. Um, Norm is associated with Honu Worldwide, so they are business partners, just to be completely transparent. And they also sponsor this show. So let me just throw it over to them. If you're selling on Amazon in 2022, you know how important it is to stand out from your competition. Let Honu Worldwide lend a helping hand with your product innovation to outcompete your competition online. That's right. Sit back relax, and enjoy the success of your newly innovative product while Hono handles all the work. Visit HonoWorldwide.com for more information. That's Honu, H-O-N-U, Worldwide.com, or email savings at HonuWorldwide.com. Okay, it's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Enjoy, everyone. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay, so it's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Found the slide. All right, so again, thank you everyone who entered, and uh, we'll shuffle these names up and give it a spin. We do this every single podcast, too. And if you are the winner, please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. And it looks like it is Chuck. Chuck is the winner. So we're doing something a little different with this giveaway than usual, Honu giveaways. Um, you'll be able to get all three of the ones listed below. So whether that's the Tariff Terminator, the Freeze Palette, or um, the Inventory Management, you can have access to all three of those. Um, so I think it's about $800 in value. Um, if you don't need any of, if you don't need one or two of them, that's totally fine too. Um, but you do have access to all three for this winning. So congratulations, Chuck. And uh, thanks again for watching. I believe there's just a few more minutes uh, left in the episode. Don't forget to sign up for the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. That's $6,500 in value that you could potentially win. You're going to be meeting a whole bunch of cool, interesting people. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great opportunity. So good luck to everyone out there. And we'll get back to the rest of the episode. Um, it's all done. And congratulations to the new, the winner of the giveaway. So woo. all right. So again, thank you everyone for watching uh, our pre-recorded episode. Um, 
yeah uh if you haven't already make sure you join the lunch with norm uh facebook group that's the banner going down below that's lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce collective and if you want to do something extra special for us, if you can rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast, it does do a lot uh, for us in terms of ranking and all that good stuff. Um, and if you're coming from YouTube, if you can subscribe to that uh, to the channel below, uh, smash that subscribe button, ring those bells, and uh, you get all the notifications when we go live. All right, I think that's it. Uh, if anyone has questions about today's episode, um, any topics for the future, you can let us know, kay at lunchwithnorm.com, and I'd be happy to connect with you. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Rich, uh, who sent me a very special book uh, just the other day, too, out of nowhere. So um, thank you, Rich. Uh, it was a, a little motivational book. So I'm, I have it right next to my uh, nightstand and I've been reading it. Uh, so thank you again. Um, I love the Beard Nation and the community we have together. It's uh, it's amazing. And I'm so happy to meet the community and uh, get to hang out with them at these events um, like the Mexico trip. And uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Like Kelsey said, I agree 100%. We have got an awesome community. And thank you for being part of this community. I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, it'll probably be next week. And uh, can't wait to get back on live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, at noon Eastern Standard Time. So we'll see you soon. And thanks for joining us. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.